All right, I'm back. Oh, man. Life is crazy. Life is crazy. But it's consistent in that regard. And that is why I love it. Embrace the change. Embrace the discomfort. So I just left my house, as in my new house that I own here in Manassas, Virginia. Yeah, just recently moved in this past weekend. And after three grueling days of U-Haul load after U-Haul load back and forth, we vacated, got boxes all over the dining room, living room, bedroom, but that's okay. That's all part of the fun of moving. And the reality is, is probably in three years from now, I'll be like, it's time to move again. When just that military mindset of shifting locations and what have you. But because this is my home, I do whatever I want to it, and I love that. And we've already started doing that, actually. <laughs> started taking down walls, opening it up, exposed beams, plumbing, piping, electrical. And uh, we still have grandiose plans to uh, occur in the future. And hopefully by this time next year, I'll be uh, hanging out by the pool summer, summertime. A pool that does not exist currently, but, but in my mind and my wife's mind. But if I know our resolve, it'll freaking happen. <coughs> so, how have we been? How have we been doing? All right, let's just, let's get right back into it. Because I feel, I feel like I'm doing y'all a disservice every time I leave you with too long a gap. That, that then I gotta try to fill. I don't have to try to fill, I want to fill, right? I, I, I wanna add value, I wanna leave an impression. And between balancing what I've got going on as far as the move goes and work and struggling and persevering to really change around a culture and motivate a team, it has been very eye-opening and insightful, especially within the context of the civilian architecture compared to the civilian architecture. I think the last podcast I had that recommendation for the Infinite Game. I just recently, I just finished that up last week, pretty much right after the podcast, and and, and just wanted to reiterate: yes, great book, great audio book. If you get a chance, definitely recommend picking it up. I tell you what, leadership, 
it is a challenge it is tough it will take your energy on top of all the ins and outs of what you've got to do mechanically structurally feeling if you're aligned with your vision and what you believe in having the support and trust of the troops while getting them to move out of their comfort zone or also while having them do things that aren't popular that allow them to have a certain level of comfort or complacency that just can't exist anymore And then on top of that, the litany of, of personnel. I say person, not personnel, personal issues. So I, I have a few people on staff that are dealing with deep, deep emotional, personal issues. And I fully support that. It's not, this isn't uh, on the list of things that are bothersome or worrisome or a hindrance. I mean, these are things that you just can't avoid in life if you catch my drift. And uh, and so supporting them going through that on top of having positive COVID cases. Yeah, so life's busy right now. Life is good. Life is challenging, is demanding. I wouldn't want it any other way. There are definitely times when calm is okay. I, <clears throat> but I am relegated to the fact that there's the, always an underlying level of chaos there. Like, like the duck on the water. Calm on top, busy underneath. That's where I like to operate. So right now, it's probably a duck with arms, right? That doesn't really know how to swim. Also known as a human child. Where it's kicking and crazy underneath and arms flailing and all over the place up top. <laughs> but it is, it is Friday. Uh, I returned to work yesterday, and it wasn't too bad. I knew it was going to be, uh, you know, anytime you take time off from work, especially in a critical environment, especially when there's so many moving pieces, getting back into the routine of, of juggling all those pieces is challenging. Sometimes very stressful. But I, I do love it. I love it so much. And I, and and once again, I, I I'm saying all these things about how crazy and stressful it is, not to just have a pity party for me or to scare you from 
not wanting what I have or trying to aspire or, or be or achieve your most. It's because being a leader is challenging. Being entrusted with the care and responsibility of other individuals should not be simple. Now you can get to the point where you make it simple, where things are flowing, but that's only after you invest the time and effort into those individuals to build that trust and communication, collaboration, to have that synergy that's authentic instead of forced. And and I will say that if you ever if you've been a leader where it just all kind of flowed and happened and you never ever once felt any stress or strain, then you you haven't experienced the full gambit. You've been fortunate to inherit somebody else's good deal, right? Every awesome structure, organization, department, cluster, group, however you codify your tribe at work, somebody had to put in the legwork. Somebody had to put in the effort. And whether that was through mentoring, coaching, hiring, firing, and hiring, and developing the structure and the organization to be awesome, right? And if you were fortunate enough to to inherit that, then you owe the person before you a big thank you and debt of gratitude. But still the burden's on you to maintain it, right? And maintaining something is obviously a lot easier than having to destroy it and build it and build it again. But man, I think it's more satisfying to take something from scratch or even worse, something that's built up horribly disfigured, dysfunctional, unstable. Break it down, right? But not so much bulldoze it. To me, bulldozing See, so in my analogy here that I'm thinking of is like a building. A building that, you know, shoddy craftsmanship, poor foundation, layouts horrible, structurally unsound. (laughs) The easy mindset is, we'll just bulldoze it and start over. Well, in a company, you can't just bulldoze it. You can't just go, you're fired, you're fired, you're fired. These policies out the window, out the window. So there's more challenge in taking it apart piece by piece and seeing what can be reused to build a solid structure. What pieces are still good that you don't need to touch or move? What pieces? can stay and what pieces can go what pieces can get reused that's challenging any company building on an existing footprint of a structure will go yeah just wipe it clean start over 
Don't even try. It's not worth the time and effort to see what's good, what's bad, and break it down. That's actually one of the reasons why I think and one of my buildings, VA3, well, not one of my buildings, but Corsite company, right? One of their buildings, VA3, was just that. They took an existing infrastructure, built a data center within it, and then around it and attached to it using existing structures. Uh, it, it was crazy, ambitious, and financially something they probably would never do again. People and buildings, obviously, two different, two different things. Um, <laughs> in the fact of how we handle and manage. So I have no problem bulldozing and building and bulldozing and building a a structure over and over again. But people. Making the time and effort and investment to turn them into something better, turn them into something they didn't realize that they wanted to become. Yeah, just so y'all know, I got a 40 minute commute. My commute's up by 10 minutes, and that's all right. Oh, yeah. So it's funny, I was going the wrong way. Well, not going the wrong way, I was planning on going the wrong way. And uh, I'll get over so I don't. I've been making the drive from my new place to the old place so many times over the past five days that I was on autopilot right now and just taking the path back to my old house, which is not where I work, so. Maybe we'll call this episode the rambling episode because that's what I feel like I'm doing. I, I know I want to do the podcasts. I'm out of the routine of doing it, of having a little more structure behind it, which is something I wanted to bring in season two. And that went out the window. Thank you, COVID and and everything else that's been thrown my way in uh, 2020. And, I, and I'll share with you, like I've shared before though, this has been an awesome year. This has been a fantastic year. I couldn't ask for it to have gone any better. Promotions, jobs, my daughter graduating, my sister getting pregnant, for the first time, another addition to the Bessé clan. It's uh, awesome and exciting, and that's just those are just the big ones. has been awesome. 
and I challenge you that if it hasn't been awesome for you, why? What hasn't happened in your life? What hasn't occurred? And if you blame COVID, that's just a scapegoat. That's could feel like a valid excuse. It's not. Racial inequality, Black Lives Matter, rioting, national divide, left versus right. Your friends calling you racist, or you calling your friends racist, unfriending them on Facebook. <laughs> bunch of excuses your life is just that your life get freaking control of it don't be at the mercy of it yeah just and just think about it now I People posting on social media, you know, if you don't come out of COVID having learned a new skill or new knowledge or new hobby, new activity, new something, then you haven't been productive with that time. And I thought that made great sense, perfect sense, especially if you work from home, especially if you've gotten laid off, a time to not just stress about the fact that you don't have a job, but to think about what kind of job you have and where your career and path is going. And you can tell me, oh, it's not that easy just to change professions. No, no, it's not. But guess what you didn't say in that sentence? Impossible. You didn't use the word impossible, and therefore it is possible. So I don't wanna hear about how hard it is. Life is hard. And the people that really thrive in life are the ones that develop the strength and the fortitude that when they hit a roadblock, they don't talk about how difficult it is. They just go, this ain't nothing. I've experienced worse. I'm adapted bread for these challenges. And I love them. I seek them out because they make me stronger. Because then on the other side of that coin, you got people going, ah, you know, COVID is stressful enough. And we don't need other people, you know, trying to push us to say that if we don't accomplish X, Y, and Z based on COVID, you know, just let us be us and be, you know, lazy and complacent while we deal with this pandemic. And it just blows my mind. Like, why would anybody say that? Why would anybody feel the need to play either devil's advocate or push back on somebody trying to push and inspire you? If somebody's trying to push you to be better and your reaction is to go, stop, I don't want to be better. Just think about what you said. Think about your actions, right? You may not say the words, but what do your actions say? When somebody's trying to push you to be a better version of yourself in any minor, major way possible and your inkling 
your natural go-to is, oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, no, uh, 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 COVID, racial injustice. have too much on my plate I just can't handle one more thing and I say to that well who's helping you who are you asking for help how full is your stress cup and what are you stressing and is it stressful are you making it more than it can be are you trying to take on more than you can once again you are in control the minute you relegate control is when you can't take on one more thing because you're not even in control. I hope that makes tons of sense because that to me is that is just that is like the whole kick kaboo right there. Oh, uh, this is HOV lane. I'm not supposed to be in it. Ooh. New path, just learning. Sorry, folks. Ah. I am beat to crap. Exhausted. I have bruises over about every six inches. There's another bruise on my arms, my back, my legs, especially my legs. My legs got hit a lot by boxes, totes, doors, walls, dolly. Tired. But I'm not. Gosh. Sorry, folks. I'm trying to make sure I'm going to work again because I just started driving down 66 like, uh, like nobody's business. Oof, didn't pass my exit yet. That's good news. I was just in the zone here. I was gonna drive all the way to DC. Run to the White House before I turned around. So this morning, as much as I wanted to stay in bed and just recoup, rejuvenate, get some R and R. I was like, no. <laughs> that is not you. First off, you're not that exhausted. You're not that tired. Until you have bruises over every single square inch of your body, you've got some left in the tank. You've got left something left to give. You've got something more to sacrifice. So get up, get dressed, go to work, be awesome, inspire other people to be awesome, you're probably going to fail in some endeavors. 
See, I'm already relegated in my mind mentally that there's some things I'm going to forget about. I'm going to screw up. I'm going to make a mistake. But you know what? I'm going to learn from it. I'm not in it to be a mistake maker. I'm in it to learn as much as possible. And the things that I do well, I do freaking fantastic. And the things that I'm not so great at, well, I'll get better at them. Is this guy? Okay. <laughs> and it's Friday, man. I ain't gonna limp into the weekend. Tomorrow is just not guaranteed. It's not. The moment, right now, these five seconds and the preceding five seconds and the preceding five seconds, that is what's real. That is what's tangible. That's where you need to operate and live and thrive, folks. Instead of staying in bed because it's comfortable, it's warm and safe. Nothing can attack you there, right? But nothing can grow from there either. And if this podcast isn't your cup of tea, there's probably some other podcasts out there talking about being happy with where you're at and being satisfied with where you are. I don't know what that feels like. I don't want to know what that feels like. Because that is just not my own personal definition of living. And it's not my mental construct of a perfect life, and far from it. Ah. Should I take the full 40 minutes? Is it because uh, I've been, been off the airwaves so long that I, I need to... No, I won't do that to y'all. I want it to be digestible. And just because I have 40 minutes doesn't mean I need to consume 40 minutes of your time. I think my mark's been made. It is in a line with my vision and my why. So thank you. Thank you for being consistent, being diligent, being patient, being open-minded. Like, these aren't just, I mean, in your mind, if you think, oh, you know, I'm just a nice person and these are niceties. No, this is like, this is leadership right here. Being patient, being giving of your time. Being consistent, being dedicated. 
Like, I'm just talking about how you're showing up to my podcast. But that's the leadership. Those are, there are so many attributes that go into making an awesome leader. And I always try to think to myself what attributes are critical to being a leader. Like, critical. But guess what? That's a separate podcast. But once you can build around those pillars, those like foundation, those rock steady columns and steel beams, right? Then you got all these trusses that come off of it to support and carry the weight across these beams, these posts. And I just spoke to him right now. wet and nasty out and I love it that was another thing I read somewhere that <laughs> just recently that I am completely aligned with and love because I've, I've been saying it all the time like how people react when it's raining out says something about them and their attitude and, and then it, within this this quote or meme or what have you that I found it, it, it used two other examples um, I don't know if it was like getting a flat tire you know stepping in gum I don't actually the big one there that I liked because I say it all the time is, is just how people react when it's raining out this weather it just happens it can't be controlled you can't do a lick about it but how you react to it says everything so when you go it's rainy and wet this makes me unhappy so every time it rains your mood changes based on the weather I mean yes when it's sunny out we're usually in a better mood when it's rainy out but guess what? This time when it's sunny out and it's hot and beating down on me like it did on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And I wasn't a fan of the sun and the heat. Because guess what? I wasn't by the beach or by a pool. I was moving during the middle of summer. But I didn't curse the sun or the heat. Just like right now, I'm not cursing the rain. not letting it affect my mood and I laugh because it's just weather man all right y'all please go be awesome be awesome intentionally with purpose with drive dedication devotion to what you believe in your why and executing your vision because if not you're just wasting oxygen wasting time Wasting time until you can get buried and mourned for about five seconds by three or four close individuals and then forgotten. Sounds sober, sounds morbid. It's life, it's reality. I ain't gonna sugarcoat it for you because that's not authentic, that's not real. I'm not gonna build trust by telling you what you're doing is okay. What you're doing is good enough, it ain't. But that's why we get to be awesome. That's why 
we execute in awesomeness. And it just flows and becomes a, a way of being. And we have impact. And we have legacy. And that's what I'm excited about. Alright, let's go charging on the weekend. I'm excited about it. I got a lot of boxes to unpack. And I'm sure for you mentally, emotionally, maybe personally, you too have boxes to unpack. Great podcast. Thank you. Love y'all. Yes, I will say it once again because it's important. Go be awesome intentionally. I'm out.